0: All right, welcome back to Heart Shots on the Hunting Roots Podcast. I'm Brody Swisher. I've got my boys back in the office for the end of a week. Uh, When this thing posts, it'll be Monday, the start of a new week, but we're wrapping up one here, and it's been a long week. Uh, If you heard the Heart Shots Podcast episode last week, you heard that we were hauling our sweet little sister, Avery, off to college. That happened uh, Monday this past week, and so very bittersweet time. Man, people don't prepare you for that stuff. You know, we talk about how to handle terrible twos when kids are little, and how to help kids uh, abstain from drugs and alcohol and, and premarital sex and all the stuff of life of kids, kids, high schoolers, teenagers. But, man, you rarely ever see anything about how to handle hauling a kid, your first kid, no less, off to college. They don't really warn you much about how brutal that is. And short of losing a loved one, that, That's that's right there close with it, man. The end of a chapter of life, the end of a journey in life, uh, yes, it's exciting. Yes, there's new things happening. Uh, it's all good on the other side of that, but, man, it, it's hard to uh, haul a kid off to college knowing good and well that those days of waking up and seeing their sweet, smiling face every day, that's over, and that's brutal. And so it's been a rough week on that, tough week on that. Avery's doing good first weekend. I think she just started actual classes yesterday. So if you didn't hear that podcast episode, listen to that. That's a heart shot segment from the last week. That's our kickoff uh this past week so listen to that one today we're jumping into a different piece though with my boys and this is how it's going to normally go just me and the boys here as we kind of work each week sharpening one another encouraging one another and i hope you will continue to join us and be a part of it and then our desire is that it encourages you too as a man as a woman uh boy or girl whatever it is you is we hope that this will be an encouraging time for you and we're going to talk about this week um uh, just the root of the problem We spent some time earlier this week, uh, took a morning and went and hung some tree stands. Boys, what's going on this next week? We are one week away, one week away from what? Happening right here in Tennessee. Velvet Velvet Buck Hunt. hunt. The Velvet Buck Hunt here in Tennessee. What an awesome time. Easton was wrapped up the other day, couldn't go. He was working, actually. He was working with a friend. Uh, But Aiden and uh, Easton, excuse me, Aiden and Remy and I went out and hung some stands We kind of know the routine, but we just want to sure up some spots, slick up some trees that we might saddle hunt from, and have some different options. You know, we talk about that all the time. You can't just have a single option. You can't just have plan A because when plan A backfires, if you don't have anything else, you're kind of hosed. And so you need a a plan B, C, D, whatever. You need all those options. When the wind's wrong, you're not screwed up. You know, when you um, got a situation there, somebody else is already in your spot. You don't, you know, you're not out of the game. You can keep going. So have those extra spots for a variety of variables, and that's what we we're doing. Uh Again, just slicking up some trees, cleaning up some spots, trimming some lanes, all the last-minute stuff that we should have done earlier. Uh We are knocking that out the other day, and it was pretty exciting. I think, again, we've said it before, but there's more activity this year, buck activity this year, than I've ever seen. And, um, uh, you know, when we first started hunting this farm years ago, it wouldn't be anything to go out and see in the afternoon, early archery season, see. 15 or 20 deer. And then over the years, different things happen, different people coming in and, and hunting the place, and just different variables coming into play. It's not been as good. And I know in the last year or two, you'd see maybe five or six deer on a good night. So this year, man, it's been awesome to go out there and do some glassing from the distance and, and see a ton of deer. We saw who was with me the night we saw 20 or 25. That was Easton. It was me. Yeah, it was, was Easton. Easton, I went out there a couple weeks ago. We saw twenty five or thirty deer, and I guarantee you most of them were bucks. Probably twenty bucks. It was crazy. You ever seen anything like that, E? No, sir. It was wild, man. We've had some good hunts and seen a lot of deer, but I've never uh, seen that number of bucks. And granted, most of them were little dinks, you know, just little bucks. But it was still, it was an awesome thing to see uh, a couple good shooters in the mix, and they were just all over a bean field. So it was pretty cool stuff. Went back the next couple nights, saw probably a dozen bucks. Uh, It was just, it was good. And then on the other side of the place, we saw, you know, for a different wind direction, uh, went over there and I saw twelve or thirteen bucks there. And it was just, it was cool. It was good. It was good to know that, regardless of those winds, there's a a bachelor group of bucks on both sides of the place. So some good options there. We're fired up. That's a week away. Um, Again, at the time of this heart shots posting, uh, we will be in velvet week, chasing velvet this weekend. It's going to be awesome. And so. Really fired up for that. I don't know who all is going to get to hunt. Aiden kind of may have messed up. He didn't really get out of work. He got off work this week so we'd go camping. And then he may be stuck working next weekend. I don't know. It's going to be kind of funny. We've been all planning velvet hunt. He's been out shooting his bow every day. And it may come down to the fact you're not even going to get to hunt. I oh, don't know. Maybe you uh, you can put in a, tell the boss you need to work earlier in the day and let him mm-hmm. schedule you for the early shift and get out of work at 3 or 4 and we'll bug you out there to the woods. But... I'm going to be hunting, velvet hunting. Last year, I didn't get to hunt. You remember last year, what was going on for the velvet weekend, how bad it was? Uh, Your back was so sore, and you had COVID. I had all kind of crap going on last year. You broke your back. I broke my back. You made us um, set up the blind and almost like every single thing. They made me set up the blind. Hey, I set up the blind, too. Yeah, both of y'all were working on that. Yeah, so I had the COVID. I had the Rona last year. Pretty much all of August, I was sick with the covid and the velvet hunts the end of the month. I guess it was probably about mid-August I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, first because It was during. It was your, like 12 and 13. Yeah, it was during your fair, or the yeah the fair, you were showing goats, Easton, and I remember being sick of the dog in there thinking, this is not good. Something's going on. I feel hot. I was just sweating. And got home and had a fever, and that was when everything kind of broke loose. Next two weeks of August was just brutal, laid up, and just feeling awful. Uh, no taste, no smell. It was just a rough time. And then towards the end of the month, you know, it was like, I don't care. I'm, I'm not contagious. I'm probably past the point of time, whatever. I'm going to get in the deer woods, COVID or not, I'm going deer hunting. So we get out there for the velvet weekend. Well, in the process of laying up on the couch, I remember just being laid up on the couch and just chilling in the, during all the sickness. I remember sitting up from the couch one time, and I pulled something. As soon as I sat up, I just felt this in my back. I was like, oh, what was that? And I sit next to your mom. I up, pulled something in my back. She's like, what's wrong? I said, I don't know. I just jacked my back up. And, dude, I could not. I went to bed that night, sore back, just a sharp pain. Woke up in the middle of the night a couple of times, and I couldn't get out of bed Hard. It hurt to roll over. Uh, I got out of bed one time, went to stand up next to my bed, and I just buckled. It was like a, something paralyzed, like a nerve or something, just a muscle pulled, nerve. I, I don't know what it was. I stood up at that bed, and I remember just falling back in the bed. She's like, what are you doing? I said, I can't even stand up. My back is so screwed up. Uh It was awful. <laughs> And then I kind of endured, and I thought, well, maybe I can get out there to the woods. It kind of loosened up a little bit that morning, and then me and Remy go getting the blind. We are trying to shoot big six, big six-pointer velvet buck we'd been seeing. Had a blind set up perfect for him. We get out there, and we are going to pop the blind up a little bit different spot than we normally would. And I remember going to try to set that thing up, and I was like popping the double bull, and I couldn't even do it. I, I get started, and it's like catching. My back just would catch, and I was like, oh, crap. So I had to call Aiden back over. and said, dude, look, you got to come back over here. Pop this blind up. So I'm sitting there like an old man. Couldn't pop the blind up. Aiden's trying to get in his tree stand. He's got to come help us. It was the most miserable night. I'm sitting in that camp chair, and every time I try to sit up or lean up, and grab the camera, it's just paralyzing. Just, it just it was awful. So this year, all that to say, this year I'm fired up. I may leave every one of you boys at the house and just go. and Celebrate velvet season. You cool with that? No. You think you're going to go? Yes. I don't know if you're going to make it or not, buddy. you got to. You have to crossbow one, and you can do that, but um, you're you're not dialed in. I mean, you're dialed in, but I, your little bow's probably not thumping enough to to use your compound. Well, crossbow, but crossbow, I could definitely use. You could probably still do your crossbow. We'll see. But uh, anyway, it's gonna be a great great weekend. Fired up about it. Looking forward to it. But I know the other day when we when we were out there, and this is where we're going with our quick message today is the other day when we we're out there slicking up trees what is it we always encounter we're cutting shooting limbs but when we're climbing up those trees and getting them slicked up we somebody said what do you what are you talk about slicking up a tree well slicking up a tree is, is cutting those branches out of the way making it where i can get up and down with sticks what's the number one thing we always run into when we're trying to slick these trees up wasps wasps i did run into one of those i got about three sticks three steps high and then something blo- buzzed up in my face, just bzzz- right there in my face, and I bailed out of the tree so quick, thinking a hornet's nest got after me. <laughs> it ain't that funny, man. It, it was. I thought I was about to die, get lit up, pop, buzzed. So I bailed out about three steps high, no big deal. But not wasps. that's one of them, yes. But what's the one thing, a leafy? Poison ivy. Poison ivy. So I don't know how it is the rest of the country, but here in the south, we've got this poison ivy and grows up the trees and – on the ground you have a vine growing up the tree and it just keep growing and growing and going and it's it's awful and nine times out of ten you can bet on the fact that it's going to be on the one tree that you need to get into with your tree stand and some guys would just say oh i don't want to get poison ivy i'm allergic and they'd go somewhere else but man i've just always been look cut it out trim it down mow it down let's get up the tree that's where we need to be let's go poison ivy or not let's get in the tree and that's kind of what we did the day we had some spots that were poison ivy and slicked them up took the saw and just whacked away Tried to trim them off and i mean that poison ivy's is rough because you know you sit there and hit the leaves and hit the branches and stuff off that got it uh but you'll still get it just from where that vine was you'll you'll still get poison ivy from that so it's it's inevitable but we try to get those off but one thing i saw the other day here on our own place i saw a, a vine growing up a tree and i saw a spot that you guys had gone out there and it's probably a place that i had told you before hey I need y'all to cut that vine. The poison ivy, the old vine growing up, a big old thick vine growing up that just old. ivy been growing up there. Poison growing up that tree for a long time. Big old thick sucker. The root, the vine, the root right there going up the thing. And no doubt I had told you guys, hey, y'all need to go cut that down because... I've noticed one thing with you boys. A lot of times I say, go get the poison ivy off the tree or go clean it up or whatever, and you'll go knock the leaves down, right? You go out there and you'll knock the leaves down. You say, oh, there's leaves of three. That's how you know poison ivy, right? Leaves of three, what do they say? Let them be. Let them be. And and so y'all go out there with your knife or or stick or something to beat those leaves of three off, and that's all good. You think, I'm good. I got the poison ivy. But what happens is you didn't get the vine. You didn't get the root of the problem, right? You got the leaves of three, Rimbo, but you didn't get the rest. And somebody went out there with this spot, and they went out with their little machete, and they started whacking away, and they cut almost through this poison ivy root. I'm seeing this root, this vine. And it's almost all the way through that, but you didn't get the whole thing. And so that root's just growing, and that vine's just growing, and it's keep trucking. It, it it's just keep going, and it keeps going, and it keeps living because you guys sit there and whacked away with the machete, and whether you just thought you got all the way through it or not, you didn't get all the way through it. I go up there and there's a big old chunk. We'll have to post a picture of this. But a big old chunk out of this thing, it looks like you cut all the way through that root, but you didn't. It's still there. That vine's still going up the tree and it's still got life in it. And that's the problem because you can knock all the little leaves of three off if you want to. But if you don't get down to that root, you don't get down that vine and the root of that issue, you've got a mess. And I'm still getting poison ivy and you're still getting poison ivy. We're going to climb that tree and you think, oh, I got the leaves off. But no, if you don't get down to the root, if you don't get the vine, then you're still going to get it. You're going to look like a little rashed-up, pink-faced eyes, fingers. Where all of you guys gotten poison ivy before? Um, head, all over my hands. All over your hands. You go head to toe with poison ivy, and then you get your hands, and you start scratching your face, wiping your eyes. You always get at my eyes. Normally I get my eyelids. Normally my body. Your body? Remy gets it on his. Don't you? No. You always know Remy's got poison ivy because he gets it on his hands, and then he goes to take a leak in the woods. He's always taking a leak in the woods, so he gets poison ivy on his hands. Quit hitting me, boy. And then he starts getting poison ivy on his tally, whacker, right? No. So you, you, yeah, you'll you get so no. you'll know real no. quick, and, and then you feel bad because you're over there sitting in church or something, you're scratching your, your butt crack or your balls or whatever because you got poison ivy where you didn't mean to get poison ivy. That's why you've got to get more than just the leaves. You've got to get down to the root. You've got to get down to the heart of the issue. And, y'all, I want to share with this with you. It, it's the same for our lives spiritually, right, as men, as women, the women that might a shred of hope that some woman's listening. I don't know if there's any women listening to this or girls or not. Hopefully not after I just made a comment about getting poison ivy on your gonads. But anyway, in our spiritual lives, we've got to see sin for what it is. I look at poison ivy like it's evil, right? That's sin. That's nasty. It's of the devil. And, and you've got to get down to past just the leaves. You've got to get down to the root, the vine, the issue of that and destroy that if you want to do uh, right and, and have right living. Uh, but listen to this verse. It's Hebrews, what did I say, Aiden? Chapter 12, Hebrews cool. chapter 12, verses... Uh, verse 15, it says this. Listen to it. It says, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Okay? So you got to be thinking about that. What in the world is this noise going on <laughs> my phone? little chime. Somebody's left me a voicemail. Listen, that's, that's the devil right there trying to interrupt you. Let me read it again. Hebrews 12:15. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Okay? It says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. No poisonous root. That's what we got out there. We've got a poisonous root. You guys didn't get all the way through it, and it's continuing to grow. It's continuing to poison people. With those leaves, with that vine, still got life in it because we thought we fixed the issue. We thought we cut through the issue, got down to the heart of the issue, uh, but we didn't. It's still alive. It's still growing Why? because the root is still there. That vine is still there. We didn't cut all the way through it. We thought we made an attempt at it, but we didn't get it. We didn't nip it at the source, at the root. And it says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you. And, uh, man, I want to encourage you guys that with life, just like that tree out there, just like our tree stands we've got. Um, there's going to be those places that that poisonous root, that awful, evil root growing up trying to get you, and you will be itching like a madman. You've got to get away from it. You've got to clean it up. You've got to get rid of it. But you've got to get it all the way down to the root, get it down to the vine, and remove it. And that's no different than the sin and the crap of our lives, the junk that's in our lives. We've got to get beyond just the, uh, the outlying issue, we got to get down to the root. You know what I'm saying? You you blow up on each other, you want to punch each other, you're fighting, you're mad, and you want to punch each other. Why why do you want to hurt your brother, Remy? What makes you want to punch him so bad? They're so annoying. They're so annoying, but see, there's a di- bigger issue than just that, right? It's you, know, you say, oh, they're so annoying to me, but there's more to it than that. He's been hurting you, he's been beating after you, and he's just going after you and, and, and punching your buttons and all the stuff. But there's something deeper in there. When you blow up, it's not just, oh, he makes me mad, he irritates me. You've got some bitterness down deep inside that you need to let go of. There's a root of bitterness, of evil down inside that you need to say, hey, you know what? Here's what I really struggle with is this, 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 and this, and you're uh, blowing up on somebody, but there's some some deeper issues down inside that we've got to deal with. We've got to get to those things, and uh, that is so important, so... I love you boys. I'm proud of you boys, and uh, I just want to encourage you all with that this week. I hope our audience that listens uh, will be encouraged by that. I'm, I know for myself personally, that's huge for me because it don't matter what the relationship is with me, with you guys, uh, me, with your mama. We've got those things that uh, if you don't watch and care for getting to the root of the issue, uh, they'll blow up, and there's oftentimes it's your marriage relationship, your relationship with your kids, uh, your boss at work, your teacher at school, Whatever it is, one of these days something's just going to blow up and you're going to act out, you're going to blow up, you're going to go off. And it's like, well, dude, what is going on? Well, deep down inside there's something else brewing inside of you and you've got to get to it. you got to fix it, you got to cure it. you got to get that root of bitterness, of sin, of evil, get it and get it gone out of your life, all right? Yes, so y'all remember that this week. I just want y'all to know I love you and I'm proud of you. I really am proud of you, even when I have to whip you. I'm still proud for you, and I love you, and uh, it's a little different this week. Avery's off and gone. It's just us boys now. Mom's got the odds stacked against her, house full of boys, but it's going to be fun. So, hey, let me pray for y'all, and we're going to wrap this up and move on. But, Lord, I thank you for my men. Thank you for just another week to come in here to sharpen one another encourage each other. I thank you for those that are listening today. Lord, you bless them big time, and just uh, I pray it's been an encouragement to them. Help us all to get back down to the root of the issues, the the just the evil, the bitterness, the uh, junk that's going on in our life. God, help us to get to the root of the problem and, and not just be scratching away at the surface, God, but get down to the root of where the problem lies, and we'll knock it out and live our lives for you, Lord. We love you. We well, thank you for dying on that cross for us. Amen. Hey, listen, we want to encourage you guys, if you haven't done so already, be sure to check out the huntingroots.com website. We've got some great stuff coming up. We personally have got uh, a trip to Mississippi planned ourselves. We're going to be doing our Mississippi Youth Bowhunter Camp. That's coming up the uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th of September. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a big time. If you are listening and you say, man, I've got a kid that would love to be a part of that. They've never done the bow hunting thing or the archery thing, but they'd love it. We've got a place for them. Maybe your child is an advanced archer. They've been bow hunting for a long time. We've got a place for them. It's for all skill levels, and we want to invite Uh, Our friends from Mississippi and anywhere close by that wants to drive to Mississippi to come be a part of that. The Mississippi Youth Bowhunter Camp, this is probably four or five years now we've been doing this thing, and it is a big time. Uh, We have a lot of fun with Polk Boys and some of our good, good buddies down there in Mississippi uh, just getting after it, having a big time, uh, learning all the basics, the ins and outs of of bow hunting and everything that goes with it. So just a great weekend. Be sure to check that out at the huntingroots.com website. Uh, You'll see that there. The following weekend, hunt fish float. We've got a full lineup, a full crew with our buddy Paul Wallercheck and uh, the father son crew coming down. And so, hunt fish float is a really really cool thing we kicked off several years ago. And it's just as the name implies, we're hunting, we're fishing, and we're floating, and we're loving every minute of it. It's an awesome time. And so, if you or your church youth group something wants to plan a somebody wants to plan a Uh, an event to bring a crew down it's a great time father son father child whatever we've got a cool program there hunt fish float so that's a lot of good times there hunting critters fishing on the water floating just relaxing tons of great stuff there so again be sure to check that out at the huntingroots.com website we'll see you there there's lots of merch there you can plan Uh, some gift giving opportunities there plan it out christmas gosh dang it'll be here before you know it so some cool merch there at the honeyroots.com website. Uh, check those things out. All the proceeds from those uh, merch items will go into these programs that we're doing to help uh, fund these shooting sports, these camps, uh, ministry opportunities we've gotten. So uh, be sure to buy some shirts. We got, I guess, t shirts, caps, hoodies, all kind of stuff there. There's some all silk bottomland, uh, tree stand, I think. No, it's actually tree stand and green leaf uh, hoodies there that are new that are up there on that. So. Be sure to check those out. And also, finally, I'm going to get off here, but finally, if you haven't done so already, take a minute to go in, give us a rating, write us a review, and, uh, man, that helps so big for us as we get this podcast up and rolling. Uh, Again, trying to impact the lives of people through the Heart Shots episode portion of this podcast, but also through the weekly regular Hunting Roots podcast. Lots of good stuff happening, so be sure to help support it. Tell your friends and family about it, and we hope to see you right back here later this week. For the next segment the next episode of the hunting roots podcast we look forward to seeing you then shoot straight god bless